0: Hey everybody everybody <laughs> To the sports business podcast, and I am your host Eric Compton, aka Mr. Time Business, and as always, I got my co-host, my battle buddy, my brother from another mother, the one and only Mr. Brian Bearfield. Hey, oh Lord, Mr. Brian Bearfield, aka Big Sarge, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, bro? Damn, man. Yeah, listen, I, I get choked up saying my name
1: sometimes too, bro. So I understand.
0: I wish I got choked the same my own dog on there just there. Ooh, got my tongue there for a minute, man. So, hey, man. That's so how
1: you got, act, That's how you act when you
0: live in a new house, though. So. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. You. Yeah, bro, I, I I say this, bro. I'm never moving again, like, ever. Like, ever, 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 ever. And I already told my family, my friends, and everybody that the only way I move, somebody's going to put me in a body bag and uh, move me up out of here because I ain't moving no more. Like, that, that was it for me. Uh, this past Saturday, bro. Like <laughs> it was a lot, bro, I So know, man. yeah, bro, So uh with that being said, man, we had a pretty good week uh uh on the sports business podcast. So we got a lot going on, on another Action Pack show that's available on all platforms. So make sure you turn that notifications button on. Tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell uh somebody that you don't like. They might sit there and like sports and you don't. So it is what it is. So with that being said, BB <clears throat> I know you don't really watch a lot of boxing or mma but i feel like this past saturday uh the this boxing match between tyson fury and deontay wilder part two kind of had kind of had a lot of people's attention it was probably one of the biggest gross uh, i know for a fact it was one of the biggest uh uh uh, marquee heavyweight boxing heavyweight boxing bouts probably as far as the heavyweight division goes since Man, I'd probably say within the last 15 years, man, like, we haven't had, like, a notable um, heavyweight champion. I know the Klitschko brothers, they were in—they're their out of Europe, so they weren't really coming out here to America to fight a lot. Um, <clears throat> we didn't really have a prominent heavyweight champion ex- until Deontay Wilder about five or six years ago. So um, we had we had part two of a highly controversial first fight where, you know, it's either or. You can literally say— Deontay Wilder should have won by a via knockout in that 12th round knockout, or you could actually even say Tyson Fury won that first bout um, had it not been for those two knockdowns, where it was a highly controversial draw. So, <clears throat> excuse me, this fight this past Saturday was was pretty uh, was was uh, was supposed to be a highly anticipated rematch, Dad. Bro, um, anybody who's and so the the going the, the fight was basically a 50 50 split. It was basically a pickup. Or you would have picked Tyson Fury or you'd have picked Deontay Wilder. You probably would have picked Tyson Fury via knock, uh, via decision, and you probably would have picked Deontay Wilder via knockout. BB, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like, that was probably one of the most ugh, good adjective to use right now. Disturbing fights I've seen in a long time. And when I say disturbing, uh, the reason why I use that word disturbing was because, I'm not gonna lie, BB, Deontay Wilder got his ass whipped. And excuse my language for all the people out there, but there is no other way to describe that fight besides a good old-fashioned ass kicking. Like, it was one-sided. He didn't look good in the ring whatsoever. Tyson Fury came in at 273 pounds, uh, about 30 pounds heavier, or 40 pounds heavier than what Deontay Wilder came in at. And he just took him to the woodshed and just went to work on this boy, BB. Um... I know, you. like I said, I know you're not much of a boxing kind of sewer, but I definitely wanted to see I know, I know you watched it. What were your
1: thoughts on it, man? First of all, I think that um uh, oh my god Um I'm trying to think, what, what was his name again? What's the, uh, what's the black guy's name again? Deontay Wilder. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I knew that, but since uh, I felt like Tyson Fury stole his soul stuck his hand like pulled his soul out, I forgot all about him. It's just yeah. like he was a uh, uh, what's the man's name that got the uh, glove that had stones oh uh, on the Avengers I'm looking at that guy right Thanos yeah I felt like Fury was Thanos and snap you know, fingers just, exactly man now, I, I felt like he used the stones that just punched him though like just punched him and took everything away from him. look man Deontay Wilder you know <coughs> man, I like Deontay Wilder I know his story like I've talked to his mom personally when the, when the Charlo fight was here his, his youngest brother fought on the undercard. So mm-hmm. his mom was there. And um, I got a chance to chop it up with it. So I, I know everything about, not everything, but I know a lot. Let me say that. I know a lot about uh, um, Wilder and how he grew up. And, you know, and why the reasons that he boxes and things like that. And, you know, I'm still a fan. But by the same token, man, I that fight, to me, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like it. And the reason why I didn't like it because it was boring. Now I know that everybody wants to, You know, back right in the day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was it was boring. Boring. Like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, whoa. okay, let me ask you, Let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. It was a couple of fur uh uh furry. I keep calling him furry. God, Jesus Christ. How do I mess up Tyson Fury? His name? Yeah, I don't look, that's I'm like, how do I keep messing up his name? Tyson Fury. Punch, punch, punch. Let me lean on him. Hold me. Punch, punch, punch. Let's hug again. Punch, run up. Let's hug again. Oh, there you go. Wilder got a punch in. Up, Fury punches him back. Let's. Hug. How much hugging and, and and I get it. I understand that Tyson Fury was using that to his advantage because he put on 15
0: pounds. It wasn't 15. Muscle. It was. It was. It was a lot more than 15.
1: But he, he kept leaning on. Wilder and making him like you gonna hold yourself up and you gonna hold me up. So he just kept wearing him out. It's like you know he actually didn't
0: start to... doing that until really around the fifth, fifth round. Fifth round and the fight ended in the seventh round. So if you think about it, from rounds one to five, he was giving him the business. And so what he did. So go ahead, you got it, man.
1: No, 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 no. Go ahead, cause you're the boxing analyst, so I'm gonna listen to you.
0: So, so what he did was he basically came out and said. So basically, he called everybody on their bluff. He said that he was actually gonna knock him out in the second round. Everyone's like, "Bro, you're smoking. Like, you need to, you need to submit a, a, your analysis immediately. Like, there's no way you're gonna knock him out." Not to mention, Tyson Fury's been a guy who's never known to knock people out. He's an actual, like, a legit boxer. And the thing about Tyson Fury that frustrates everyone is that he moved, he's a heavyweight that ranges anywhere between 245 to 260, and he boxes. And most heavyweights, they're not used to people, they're not used to fighters that actually come in different, like, come in boxing angles. Most heavyweights, they just come in the brawl. So. What you're seeing is a strategy where he basically changed the whole game up. Um, He learned a couple of lessons. He went to a very prominent boxing gym out of Detroit, Michigan and switched the whole game up and actually put a couple of new quirks in. And what he did was basically basically what he did was he took took, took Deontay Wilder's soul out the first five rounds and he was basically just going to kind of go back to what we all thought was going to happen which was he was going to clinch. He was going to sit there and just take different angles and outpoint the system. So, boxing isn't just all about knocking people out. There is a lot of clinching. If you talk, if you look at a Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather was very prominent as far as clinching when he got into mixing up with things. And all he would do is just counter counter as well. So, as far as it being
1: boring, I don't know about that, bro. Well, I put it like this. I, I'm I'm 48 years old. I've watched. I, I I used to watch boxing when it was free. And what I mean by free, when it used to come on CBS, when it used to come on ABC. Like I used. I've seen. You know. I've actually watched Muhammad Ali box. I watched George Foreman box. You know. I seen Tyson in his heyday. I remember when uh, what was it Hector Macho Camacho killed a man in the ring? So. Like, E, I've seen, like, actual boxing, and even though I'm just a casual boxing fan, like, that wasn't exciting to me. I think that more people got hyped into it because uh-uh. it, was the, it was the heavyweight. No, E, I'm going to put it like this. I nah, bro. This, what, what I I expect Floyd Mayweather to be a tactician. I do, I, I do. But I don't, like, that heavyweight division, like, I'll put it like this. The casual fan, in boxing's heyday, like, there were so many boxers that you could name who was in that division. Now, you, you're off of uh, uh, a pudgy white guy and a and a black guy who wore heavy, uh, a suit that was too heavy for him to the ring. Like, he, I put it like this. I don't want to see a third bout. I don't want to see a third bout. I don't think
0: there needs to be a third bout. And technically,
1: Tyson Fury doesn't have to even accept a third bout if he doesn't want to. And that's so actually it in it the false. Like so I put it like this. In the heavyweight division, right? You got? Did Anthony Joshua get beat by a big, big, like sloppy dude?
0: He got beat by uh, a nobody by the name of Anthony Ruiz, which, according to what I've been told, it was a, it was actually bound to happen like this. If 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 Joshua was going to lose, this was a guy to lose to, and he just no. looked like he just didn't look. The problem is that there's just not a known a notable heavyweight fighter. Like, look at the people that you just named, and then you come back with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. You literally just named Foreman tyson Ali. i mean you could throw uh lennox lewis and evander holyfield up there and then after that who you got as far as heavyweights go i mean you okay. could throw the klitschko brothers but from i would say after lennox lewis i mean there hasn't been a legit heavyweight like so, there hasn't been somebody that you, you can market in the heavyweight division
1: so even even this though eat listen that's what i'm saying like i used to be a boxing fan when it was like real to me when it was just real like boxing, boxing. but even I mean, let it go behind the
0: holyfield once in there just throwing dukes into there
1: there was a lot of clinching going on there too I mean, Tyson was, holyfield part two there was a lot of clinching going on no that was that's because tyson was getting his butt whooped. so he I'm getting head like, getting headbutted hey listen i like I said, I grew up in the town. Let's even move away. I watched Marvelous Marvin Packard. I watched Sugar okay. Ray Leonard. I watched Tommy Hearns. So like when I said... Look, but I you're, you're like, talking
0: about boxers now. Now you're going moving down to welterweights, middleweights, where they're actually skillful. Tyson Fury is a middleweight. He has a client. He has a skill set of a middleweight welterweight in a heavyweight division, which nobody has ever seen. The dude is right now is the kingpin of the heavyweight division. He's a boxer. He's not a fighter. Deontay Wilder is what you're used to seeing. And that's why it was very, very, very disturbing to see what a boxer... A boxer will always be the fighter, period. Muhammad Ali was
1: a boxer. Mm -hmm. So, Tommy, Tommy Hitman Hearns was a boxer. Sugar Ray, that's what I'm saying. But you, but Manny that's middle-weight. Pacquiao is a boxer. All I'm saying is, he to me, for me, for me, for a person who who watched boxing, used to be a boxing fan, then moved away from it. That did not recapture. You, you, I put it like this: the welterweight division, which got Earl Spence, Terence Crawford, Manny Pacquiao. Um, let's see, the, the Charlo brothers and the, the Charlo brothers. They're middleweights. And, middle-weight. and, and yeah, you know I'm saying he's in the middleweight, and then. Um, uh, Jamel Charlo is junior middleweight, right? And so I, I like that's what I'm saying. E, like if I want to see boxing, it don't have, it don't necessarily. I don't need like if I want to watch knockouts, I'll go to YouTube and watch backyard brawls. So what I'm saying is <laughs> that I watched, I watched Tyson Fury, and I put it like. Was that your first time seeing Tyson Fury fight? I seen him fight the first time he fought Wilder.
0: Okay, so besides the two Wilder fights, when's have you ever seen Tyson Fury fight outside of that?
1: Outside of that, I didn't even know who he was. Okay.
0: Okay, then. Okay. Got it. Okay. So,
1: so okay. that's what I'm saying. And okay. the average, the average box. I'll, I'll put it like this, I'll put it like this. Even the average, let's just say the average basketball fan, right? The average basketball fan at least know who Kyle Lowry was, right? The average, the average basketball fan, you know, they can name you at least two or three people off the Hawks. Like, it, okay. in, the, in the heavyweight division, I can't. Listen, I like Deontay Wilder because I like him. I'm gonna t- and I'm going to tell you like this. You know how I came up on Deontay Wilder? I didn't even know who he was until Nick Saban denied him the right to fight at the University of Alabama. He wanted to fight at that stadium. And Nick Saban told him no. That's the first time I'd ever heard of Deontay Wilder. I didn't even know who he was before then. So that's all I'm saying. For me, the casual boxing fan, me watching it, it it was. Now I'll give Tyson. Listen, let me tell you what I give Tyson Fury credit for. He did what I t- what I teach my kids what to do. You ever get into a fight? Hit somebody in their ear. You're gonna knock their equilibrium off, and they're gonna be they're gonna be confused and dazed for a long time. And you can beat the crap out of them. I tell them, hey, listen. If you can't punch him in the ear, take both your hands and smash their ears at the same time. Uh, smash both their ears with, with open hands at the same time. You'll come, man, you'll date somebody so quick. Everybody always wanna go for the knockout. Maybe hit him on the chin or this and no, Hit him in the ear. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as I digress, it, 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 it just didn't do it for me. I sat here, you know, I, I got a chance to watch the fight for free. And I was like, there's no possible way I would have paid $80 for this. I'd have been so mad. Oh, I'd have been so mad. I'd have been so mad I'd have went out and just started stealing somebody else's cake. So I get my money back.
0: I mean, so I'm trying to think. So let's think about this. There's a lot to intake there. So we, so, okay. So the thing about Tyson Fury is if you... Boxing. Uh, let's. I'm trying to think about it. So you kind of said an average fan would know Kyle Lowry and three players from the Hawks. Okay. If we take boxing and turning into a global sport, a global phenomenon, you take it outside of just America. The dude is pretty recognizable, bro. Like he can He pretty much gets a free pass anywhere he goes. I put it like that. He can go anywhere to Japan, England, Europe anywhere and get a free pass because boxing is a lot bigger worldwide. It's not as popular as it was here in America than maybe, I would even say, Tyson days. Um, So, with that being said, I mean, so Tyson Fury, the the thing about it is nobody saw this coming, and everybody knows who Deontay Wilder is, and everyone expected him to to come back and knock him out, but the problem about Deontay Wilder is he just, I I blame a lot of this on his corner, and I believe I, I blame a lot of this on the trainer because it was about three fights ago where he fought... No, four fights ago, I think. Four fights ago where he fought someone by the name of Luis Ortiz who was probably... They they, they say he's the most feared person in in, in the heavyweight division because he's, uh, he just has knockout power, but he also can box as well. He barely beat Luis Ortiz, and I think he knocked him out either in a 10th or 11th round one to the leg. And if he didn't knock him out... He would have lost the fight, and Deontay Wilder openly admitted, said, openly said, "I give up rounds on purpose because I'm just looking for the one hitter." And so, with that being said, his corner should have started telling like, "Hey, you can't always depend on that one hitter." Quit it. Like you're gonna have to start learning how to box. They didn't try. They didn't try teaching him anything new. They didn't show him anything. So what does Tyson Fury does? He exposes everything. He shows that Deontay Wilder doesn't know to fight, falling, uh, stepping backwards. He's that he doesn't know how to move around the ring when he's not being the aggressor. When he's the one being backed up, he didn't know what to do. He didn't even. He looked. I don't even know, and I don't have those numbers in front of me, but I guarantee you, he probably me and you probably threw more left hands in that boxing match than Deontay Wilder did. And guess what? Me and you didn't even fight in that fight. Okay. So it just shows you that. It just shows you that there was a lot of things that were just wrong. was the writings were already written on the wall before Deontay Bobby stepped in that ring. Is that his coach, his cornerman, they didn't train him up on, hey, let's work on a couple of things. So personally, I spoke to somebody earlier today about this who's a who knows boxing in and out. And we well, we came to the consensus that I think he needs to have a tune-up fight before he fights Fury again. Regardless of what ends up happening, if he fight if he takes this fight as his next fight, bro, he'll be out of there before the fourth round. I guarantee you he'll be out of there before the fourth round. So, um, I know you Correct. say you don't want to see it. I don't know if I want to see it either, PB. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I want to see it. I think just based off of that first fight, I feel like Fury already won the first fight. But I mean, it's hard. It's easy to say that Fury probably won that first fight, and then he comes back and knocks him, like he beats he beats him bad. I don't know what justification the third fight would do, and now you brought up the point where Deontay Wife said that, um, his 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 ring gear was uh uh, uh, was 40 pounds heavy and he didn't it took his legs out and by the time he started walking up the stairs into the ring he already felt like he did a workout i'm gonna talk about that later on the show today um because i know for a fact you and i have worn uh more than 40 pounds for more than 10 to 15 minutes and probably didn't feel like it was a workout and i know that for a fact Um, I I know you and I can attest to that So I'll get to that later on in the show But um, So he kind of started using excuses already So I don't know if this is something that Deontay Wilder um, Can do I will say this If he doesn't win the third fight I think it's curtains for him I don't know if he'll ever be able to regain And get that notoriety that he once had, man
1: I, if I'm him, this is what I'm doing. And that the aftermath from Deontay Wilder, right? The interview right after the boxing match. though know, when he said he gave credit to Fury, and I'm saying to myself, why don't you just leave it at that? And I knew yep. he started, yep. kept talking. I was like, man, don't give him no excuses. You yep. lost, bro. Yep. Like, you just like yep. he looked terrible from the get-go, like, Gary yeah. was on him from the get-go, so, you know, I did not like the fact that he was making those excuses, that bothered mm-hmm. that, that the heck out
0: of He me. was going through some personal things, and yada, yada, yada.
1: Yeah, it, I, yeah I think it's, it may be too late for him to learn how to box, so I said that he takes, you know, takes a little fight with Gary. And get the payday, so. and then go, ride on out. Just take that money and ride on out, bro. Because if not, you're going to look like you know what you're going to look like Roy Jones Jr. trying to fight at the age of fifty and mm-hmm. look terrible. And I hate Whoa. to see old boxers come back and they look they look they even look even worse. Than... Which, by the way, e which by the way, quickest hands in the business when it was on point,
0: bro. He was Floyd Mayweather before Floyd Mayweather. I always said all the time he oh, was that, he, he oh, was Floyd yeah. Mayweather before. Yeah, he was Floyd Mayweather before Floyd Mayweather ever came along, man. So I will say this: I don't think it's necessary that uh, Deontay Wilder needs to know how to box. It's that Deontay Wilder needs to learn how to show, like how to, how to, how to, how to, how to, how to I guess, how to play defense. Um, he needs to come up with a defensive game on how to be able to counter punch. Um, just block shots and whatnot because his his I mean his hands was just down the whole time because he's always looking for the right. So yes, Deontay Wilder does need to learn how to box, but I do think it's a little bit too late in to the game. I think it's 43, 44 fights in his career. He's gonna be 35 coming up this year. So I think it is a little bit too late to try to show him that. But it is as far as showing coaching defense, that is a coachable skill that you can have in boxing. So if he learns how to show how to defend and be able to, uh, you know, throw his hands up and counter punch and things like that, and then go for the knockout blow, I think that's more realistic. But as far as challenge, show, trying to teach this dude how to box, ah, nah, bro, that ain't happening at all. Like you, I mean, it's at the point where you know it's that old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and I think that's just kind of where it's at. So I do think he needs a whole new training uh, training crew because, um, BB, you remember this. Um, since you you remember when Buster Douglas uh, was beating beating up Mike Tyson, yep. You remember that? Do you like Mike Tyson's corner? Like I remember, like someone had like a medical glove, and they just basically filled it up with ice and water and was just putting that over Tyson. Mm-hmm. That is exactly and basically the corner man just didn't know how to like you know uh, uh, tell Tyson what to do when facing adversity. That is equivalent to what happened this past fight. This corner didn't know what to say or what to do or even 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 try to figure out how to treat the cut that was uh, within his ear. And, I, you know, initially I thought that he had a busted eardrum and a, and a broken jaw. But that came out to be that he just had a bad cut around his ear and his jaw wasn't even broken. So it just makes me feel like, well, dang. You couldn't even figure that out during like you couldn't even see what the preliminary uh uh, diagnosis was around the cut um before that even happened so i definitely think that he needs to get with the new training regimen um there's a lot of prominent trainers that are out there that could probably show him how um you know how to be more of a better defender so i i I don't know man but i don't know if i want to see a third fight bb i'm gonna be honest with you like if i see it cool but if it never happens it ain't like i'm gonna be missing anything
1: so somebody put on uh, social media today they said that the problem was it was a fighter, which is Deontay Wilder ran up against a boxer, yep. Tyson Fury, just like what you I think you had alluded to earlier. And so you know, uh, Tyson, Tyson Fury is somebody I would probably want to see like, like in the ring like boxing and see how he can handle that against a real boxer. But you know, I wouldn't him
0: against. He's got a lot of options though.
1: Yeah. And so it, when it comes to Deontay Wilder though, Deontay Wilder is the dude I want in the club that soon as Lil John come on, he's gonna take his shirt off and there anybody yeah. run up on him because as powerful as his right hand is, and that's that's the one thing I did, you know, I am like, bro, your right hand is so explosive, but you gotta find some if if somebody's that's, already yeah. scouted you, if somebody's already watched tape of you and know that as long as I neutralize you from loading that right hand up, I can beat you. Then that that's when you gotta find Facts. you know, some other type of way. So you you yeah, know, I'm like and this, is gonna, sound, you know, this is gonna sound crazy, but I, I uh uh it's gonna sound crazy and hilarious, but I really mean this when I say this. Like like if I'm Deontay Wilder right now, you know what I'm doing? I, mm. I'm watching I'm watching Rocky. And the reason why I'm watching Rocky <laughs> movies is because every time Rocky got his ass what, what did he do? He went and trained harder and learned something new. So when yeah. he came back, he was better. Like, man, I'm being yeah. serious. If you go and watch <laughs> these Rocky movies, man, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that he would he he would be, he would benefit from that. Even when Drago killed Apollo Creed, Rocky learned from that. Like, yeah. well, I don't want to die. So, uh, you know, uh, Polly, I don't want to die. So, but right, right, know, right. So that's all I'm saying is that I, I you know, I wouldn't. I want to see Deontay Wilder get at least one more fight, one more chance, and then that's it. But that's you know, you, you, you mentioned earlier. That I'm I'm a huge Floyd Mayweather fan, bro. I I think that. Uh, so, outside of Charlie, you know, my first fight was when I went to the uh, uh, Charlo fight last year, period, mm-hmm. right? Said mm-hmm. ringside, it was great. That's my very first fight I'd ever been to. So, you know, I was like, wow, this is awesome. I, I love it. And, and before that, I think that the last boxing match I had watched was Floyd, not against um, Conor McGregor, but whoever he fought last to get the defended. That's who
0: Berto. I watched. Um, it was yeah. Birdo.
1: So that that's it, and then after Charlo, the only other fight I ever watched was the last one Deontay Wilder had before Tyson. No, I watched Tyson Fury one, and then I watched him knock out this dude the last time. Which by the way, like Wilder was see, that's what I'm saying. You know, just like what you what you said earlier, he he does not have good corner people because if so, he would have seen that he was losing to the Hispanic boxer that he was fighting to, and he got a
0: lucky punch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Ortiz, that fight right there, he was exposed. And I, I thought right then and there, it was like, okay, you guys need to start training. You guys got to start, you know, uh, uh, showing some type of improvement or what are we going to do? This guy good like, there should have been a rake up call. Like, hey, Deontay, you was losing in that fight. and You kind of got, you know, we know that you got the power. You know, we, we know that you got the highest knockout percentage possibly ever in, in the heavyweight division. You got to start learning how to do some other things because every fight's not going to be a knockout, a knockout win. Um, and he's knocked out everyone except for one opponent. He had a rematch with him and knocked him out in like the second or third round. So here's the thing: outside of Floyd, uh, I believe Rocky Marciano, uh, Terence Crawford right now is undefeated. Uh, Earl, Sp- I'm not going to put Earl Spence in, that, in this category because he's going this next fight when whoever he plans on fighting next. That's going to be an adversity for him, um,
1: but because he's the one that had the car accident, correct? Yeah, right? yeah. So, um,
0: yeah, and his back was pretty mangled up, really bad. So he's actually going to be, he'll be facing some type of adversity because, uh, you know, he's an undefeated fighter, but he went through a catastrophe. Uh, you know, the dude ejected out of a freaking Porsche or Ferrari or something like that down there in Dallas. So he's going to be facing some stuff. So we got Terence Crawford. Um, so here's the thing everyone doesn't necessarily, like, it's so few and far in between of undefeated I mean, Canelo Alvarez, he's not even undefeated He lost to uh, Floyd Mayweather, so it's so few and far in between to go undefeated your whole boxing career, Ali lost Tyson lost, Foreman lost uh Lennox Lewis lost uh, Holyfield lost uh Sugar Ray Leonard against Marvin Hagler and the Hitman Tommy here like, there's a lot of people that lost, so this is gonna be a huge character statement on Deontay Wilder, whether you know, you're down and you can you get back up and can you and can you make yourself even better than what you were so um the ball's in his court so it's up to him on how he wants to how he wants to regain himself and try to bring it back so it'll be interesting to see man so with that being you know so that it was just it was very i I just thought it was disturbing um just to watch something like that so um with that being said man uh Gonna switch gears, man. I feel like we talk basketball, but we ain't. We don't really talk enough basketball, man. So, um, I actually didn't know this until I believe it was. yet was it yet? I think it was yesterday or Sun Sunday. Um, apparently, the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, have already clinched the playoff, and it was like the fastest playoff clinch in history. Um, outside, faster than the Bulls, and faster than the seventy-three team for seventy-three win Warrior team back in uh, fifteen sixteen. So. I gotta ask you, BB
1: man, how good are the Bucks? So, <laughs> <laughs> bro, this is gonna sound blasphemous and and you know on the last podcast that we recorded that i messed up by saying one word and i destroyed the entire podcast which is the reason why i've learned to slow down and not get so emotional into some things so you know on the last podcast that we recorded that was look hold on you didn't you you still got it right i got it i got the tape it's just
0: it's not on wax
1: i'll put it like that it's in production we're gonna do the. Uh, that's gonna be like the unreleased take. Like, like they're gonna be big for that podcast. Going to some a podcast yeah. y'all ain't never heard before. Yeah, we're gonna the make lost, episode. That's yes. a lost episode. Yeah, lost episode. And so, on, on last week, you know, I told you that. So I like Giannis, but by the same token, I'm like a guy made a great point where he was like, I wouldn't put Giannis in my top five because, you know, basically, what does he do? You know, what does he do better than what Clay Thompson did? Right now it's like, you know, it's a really good point that you make and, and you know, E you said, Well Clay doesn't have any, you know, get to the basket moves like Giannis does, but Giannis doesn't shoot like uh mm-hmm. Clay Thompson does. You mm-hmm. know, they both equally play defense just the same. So I'm saying to myself, if Clay Thompson was in the east, he'd be killing. So if he was in the east, he'd be killing. That's the same way I feel about you know, that's the same way I feel about the the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't see, I don't see them going forward, moving forward, being anything outside of what they are. They look great for an Eastern Conference team. They, they look great, but I mean, I, the, the second part, the second half of their schedule. Is I think is like top three hardest schedule in the NBA. So what they done was they got all their cupcakes out the way, which makes them look good. What are they forty eight and nine or something like that? I
0: I believe uh they're forty. They lost
1: the other night, right?
0: No, they beat they beat the brakes off Philly. Um,
1: they're forty nine and eight. Okay, so. Uh, 49 and 8, so you know they 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 look good for Eastern Conference team. But by the same token, in a seven game series, I can see Boston beating them now with Kemba and Jason Tatum coming into his own. Uh, they couldn't beat them with with uh, with when they had uh, Kyrie Irving. No, but they can beat them with Kimba Walker. They can beat them. I can see a healthy, functioning, you think, huh? You, uh, so you know what? Actually, him.
0: actually,
1: actually, no, I, I I I
0: take that back. I actually can't see that. I actually, I could, I wouldn't put it past it. I, I feel like this: if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. But here's how I feel about the Celtics. I think that Kemba Walker, I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think he's one of the most overrated players in the NBA. I think he's a good system player. Like if you put him, if you put that Celtics team against the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, hell, even the Rockets, I don't think they beat. The, I don't think they beat. I don't think they win a seven-game series against any one of those four teams that I just named.
1: But I, I, I put it like this: I'm looking at the top. I'm looking at the top five teams. One, two, three, four, five teams, right? And you got Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, fifth. Like I can honestly see a case where they'll be They could beat Toronto, even though like right now the score is 87 to 81. Um, mm-hmm. they, 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 ain't they mean Boston, away. right? Uh, yeah. I'm, no, the Milwaukee-Toronto game right now is 87 to yeah, 81. Right. Right. We're recording this on a Tuesday night right. while they're playing. let let people know. But, you know, I'm looking at a Boston team who, who should be 40-16 and 16 right now. I think that they got cheated on Sunday against the Lakers. That's neither here nor there. But I'm looking at this Boston team, man, and they have everything designed to take Milwaukee to a seven-game series. And if you give Giannis in so. mm-hmm. and shut everybody else down, like, I don't think that Middleton is – you know, prime to take over a series. Rick Lopez, he's not prime to take over a series. So I'm not a huge believer. What's in it, Matthews? I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a huge believer in the Milwaukee shooting. Bucks, what? What? Thirty-one so percent from belie- threes this year,
0: too. Giannis. Is. Giannis is about thirty-one percent from the three-point line this year, right around there.
1: Something like that. Something like and that. Plus, I, you know, I, I I don't like the fact that Giannis is reading his own press clippings. Which, okay, that's cool. I'm all for self-confidence. But I'm not for self confidence, and, and, you know, and it's going to sound a little biased, even though people, I don't know why people think because I covered the Rockets that I'm a Rockets fan. I am not a Rockets fan. I, I am an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So until KD comes back, then I'll be a Brooklyn Nets fan. But, you know, I don't like that Giannis takes, you know, is he steady takes shots at. Um, he steady takes shots at James Harden and I'm saying to myself E I think we may have had this conversation last year but I'm just going to say this again for the people who who didn't get a chance to hear me say this E if you switch him up if you take if you put James Harden on the Milwaukee Bucks they'll still be in the top three in the East I don't think that you can win Youngs on this Houston Rockets team and they are, you know, where, where they are right now. Uh, uh, I've got. Hold on, let me look at the stand. the Western Conference stand. Right now, the Rockets are thirty-seven and twenty. They're uh, two games out of second place. Even last year, you switch them up. That's what I'm saying. Like James Harden was doing that without three starters. He kept his. He kept his team in contention. Like he shrinks entirely, And plus, Giannis shrinks entirely too much for me. In the second half of games, like nobody ever takes a look at that. Like he shrinks. You know who else shrinks in the second
0: half of the game? I mean, Joel B. Quarter.
1: Anthony B averaging four points
0: in the fourth quarter. Bro, you brought up a good question the other day, BB, and uh, we well, if you follow BB on social media, he does throw a lot of different cool uh, takes out there. You brought up something that I probably just whipped on and just kind of just I don't know, like I said, this basketball season, I don't know because I'm just a, a diehard Warrior fan and just been feeling like eh, but you brought up a good point where I was like, I didn't even think about that, and you brought up about how if Anthony Davis was on this team without LeBron, it would probably be worse than the New Orleans team that he's been on all of those years, and I got to thinking, I was like, yeah, you're right, like you play with, a, like, you take away Anthony Davis and LeBron what do you have on that team? because Danny Green was a basic Danny Green uh, KCP Rondo and Avery Bradley were all Constellation prizes where they had a, a whole bunch of money that they had to spend because they missed out on Kawhi those weren't their top choices so they overpaid a whole bunch of guys who ain't even really producing right now uh, I know for a fact that, that you know Danny Green he, you know he hits you know he's he's been all right, he's alright but Rondo really hasn't been anything that uh, you know, playing up to what he what he's known to be. So you you brought up a good point. Like if Anthony Davis, if this was a LeBron less team, I don't know how good they would be, bro.
1: So I look at it like this, and the reason why <laughs> I said that is because do you, you remember the year that they uh did the Golden State Warriors sweep them or did they win four uh, the did Golden State win four to one? Two years ago? Uh I think it was four zip. Was it four zero? They beat Portland that year, right, to advance to the second round.
0: Yeah, it was 4-0.
1: Yeah, and I'm talking about the New Orleans Pelicans with Anthony Davis, Mm -hmm. right? So on that team, he he had Rondo. On that team, he had Drew Holiday. uh,
0: JJ Reddick? Huh? JJ Reddick?
1: Yeah, and so now... No, 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 he didn't have
0: JJ Reddick. I'm sorry, he didn't have JJ Reddick on that team. Uh, Yeah, Rondo. uh, Boogie Cousins got hurt that year. Drew Holiday. Boogie Cousins tore his uh, His Achilles that year.
1: Yep. Against the Rockets.
0: Uh, who else was on that team? you said it. Each one more, I believe.
1: Is, all I'm saying is that team right there, And you take if you take LeBron and just leave Anthony Davis, I feel like that team could beat the Lakers. Like Anthony Davis is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But and I and the reason I put that take out the other day is because I said I believe that LeBron James should be the front runner for the MVP. And I, I, I honestly and truly believe that, you know, because of because of what he's doing. Year seventeen, got his team in first place. But Anthony Davis, like, like I said, you removed LeBron, it's just Anthony Davis. Then you mm-hmm. got um uh, uh what's the dude with three names?
0: Uh uh for, for the Lakers.
1: Yeah. Uh, Caldwell headband. Pope. Caldwell Pope. You got, you got Caldwell Pope. You got... Um, Danny what's Green. the dude with the blonde hair?
0: Kuzma, yeah. who's been a... Who's just been a straight flop this year. I bet so, you if they're looking back at that trade, they should have traded Kuzma and Kevin Ingram.
1: Yep. Side note. So I made this point the other day. I feel like Kyle Kyle Kuzma isn't. He, he hasn't even worked his way up to be Tayshawn Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So like so then you got uh, uh what's the uh Great White Height? Alex Caruso. Oh
0: yeah. Don't get on that Yeah.
1: You got yeah. yeah, um uh, 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 Not I mean Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Like, like that team sucks without LeBron and and, uh, Anthony Davis. And without LeBron, they would truly suck. Because, you know what? They don't have no ball handlers. And even if they pick up, I don't know which one, Marquis? I don't know which I don't know. Marquis?
0: Marquis? I don't know. I know
1: you're talking. One of the Morris twins. Which is another side note, E. Like, how do people keep giving these Morris twins contracts and they aren't any good? Like, every time I look up, they're in the buyout market. I'm saying to myself, again? Now, hold on. Hold on. Let me put out a disclaimer. I don't want no smoke with either of the Morris brothers. Cause you won't roll up on me in a Bentley Phantom with the drop top to jump out and jump me. Like ain't nobody gonna remember that car. You Word. remember that? They jumped. Word. They mom. <laughs> In a Bentley? No, not, not, not a Bentley. In a Rolls Royce. A oh, Rolls Royce drop time. Up to jump somebody in a Rolls Royce, like, they'd be like, uh, so what kind of vehicle were they in? Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah, that's going to be easy. Rolling right. cameras. so. Right. Roll um, the tape, yeah, Kenny. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so the Morris Twins, every time you look up there in the buyout market, and so I say that to say that the Lakers, no. Getting back to the original point, I'm not a believer in the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not either when does Giannis contract mean?
0: next year Next after next season so even if here's my thing I really think even if they don't even if they win a championship I don't think it's a guarantee that he stays this season
1: where do you think
0: he goes uh, uh, I'm gonna throw a dark horse out there bro Miami I could see him going to Miami.
1: Giannis In Miami? Yeah, Hold on. Giannis. Yeah. In
0: Miami. Miami's got a lot of money. I'm they, got you lot where of money. I'm they got a lot. That's just my where Dark I'm Horse team. Like, that's, that's a Dark Horse team where I actually honestly think he might go just because of the assets that they have and they can make a move this offseason. I mean, it depends on how... You know how much of a backlash he wants to get. I can see Golden State move for him. I read an article in NBC Sports Bay Area today that said that the reason why they kind of got Andrew Wiggins was to use it as another asset and to get that extra first round pick. So they're they're practically giving them almost three top three picks within the next two years, and they got six second round draft picks too. So I don't know, but my dark horse would probably be Miami. So...
1: Where do you think he going? Don't laugh at me when I say this, okay? okay. New York. Knicks Yep. Uh, Giannis is starting to read his own press clips, bro. And somebody's going to put in his head that he can become a media darling. And ESPN will be at every game making sure uh, that he gets a feet rub. I I you know
0: what? They I could real. see him going to Brooklyn before New York, man. But
1: I don't know what Brooklyn got. You can't play with KD, Mm-mm. bro. KD
0: bro, play. everybody in their mama gonna tell them not to go to New York, like it's bad there, which like, is it's,
1: really weird. It's really
0: definitely. bad to go to New York unless they're able to get the Toronto
1: GM. I don't see
0: anybody, bro. Like, can you name anybody that plays
1: for the Knicks? Like, no, I don't even, uh, uh well, RJ Barrett. Well, hold on, you can't ask me that, E. That's a loaded question. And the reason why I say it's a loaded question is because I have the advantage because I I, you know I covered the Rockets versus the Knicks last night, so I can start naming. See, I didn't even know they played the Knicks last night. To be honest (laughs) with you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So so no, I I I, could have answered that and made myself seem smarter, but you know we keep it. Okay, so before you got
0: the before you got the uh, before you got the press uh, press stuff, could you have named it three three Knicks before you got the uh, the uh, game last night?
1: Before I got it, I could have named you R.J. Barrett. That's all I know. I could have named you Kevin Knox. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. And then no, I wouldn't have been able to name anybody <laughs> else because I wouldn't because I forgot that Julius Randle plays on that team. I forgot the, where he was. Okay. Um, I, Who he I played for? <laughs> I forgot that uh, Taj Gibson played for them. I forgot that that's where Dennis Smith Jr. is now. I forgot that's where Maurice Harkless is. Reggie Bullock, Bobby Portis. Well, hold on. Did you even know Wayne Ellington was still in the league, though?
0: From North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. That Wayne Ellington? Yes. The one that played with uh, Raymond Felton and the boys? Yes. Marvin Williams and them? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, So, here's here's the funny thing about the Knicks. When, uh, who was the coach that got... Was it David Fisdale, uh, Dave, David Fisdale that got fired this year from him? I think it was this oh, year.
1: Yes. So, yep. he goes... And I'm only saying that because he's significant other. As- but, go
0: ahead. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> He goes, well. Why did you get fired? He goes, did you look at my roster? What am I supposed to do with five power forwards as my starting <laughs> time? <laughs> <laughs> so, if I said that, saying that, bro, like New York needs to, like the league needs to force James Dolan into selling that team. Like he got to sell it, bro, because it it's so much of a cash cow and no, it's just a dumpster fire there that it's basically becoming a mockery. And I don't know what they what they can do to fix this, but. James Dolan ain't it, bro. So, I, I mean, if you were going to say he's going to go to the state of New York, I'd have been like, yeah, he's probably going to go to Brooklyn, but I don't know about him going to the Knicks as long as James Dolan is
1: the owner of him, bro. Hold oh, no. on. Uh, Here's the thing, E. I think that one more incident. The who's the coach there? Take Mike <laughs> Miller. Well, no,
0: you didn't stop playing, bro. It's a different Mike Miller. Bro. Oh, Not I was going to say Mike Miller. Thing. You're thinking <laughs> about... The one that sat there hit the three-point shot with one shoe in the NBA Finals?
1: <laughs> no, not him. The other Mike Miller. I didn't even know there was another Mike Miller until I didn't last know night. Hey, I didn't know either side note, I am looking forward to this game on tomorrow night between the Houston Rockets and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, only because I think that James Harden owes, I think that James Harden owes uh, Ja Morant a little something-something. Ja, ja, ja talked real fly to James Harden when he was in Memphis. He, he talked out the side of his mouth a lot. He you talk out the side he of he my mouth right?
0: about Steph Curry. Yeah.
1: Side note is it's a good sp- idea for him to come back this Sunday? Uh, Steph? Yeah. No. I
0: don't I think so say,
1: either. I will say this. Uh his interview on Up in Smoke with um Mad Barnes and um Stax. Steven Jackson. Yeah. Was awesome. And who's? John Moran or something? No, uh Steph curse so Oh. Uh, and uh second thing is this he, Uh and I know I wanna get back to before we get off here, I wanna get back to that uh the, the Rockets and the Grizzlies on tomorrow night. But I will say this. Man, I I I, I I'm fearful of what the Warriors are going to look like next year, bro. Like, I don't think that people, like, right now, that's why, you, you notice that, you know, me and you, we go back and forth, whatever the case may be. You don't never see me slander the, the Golden State Warriors, do you? No, you never had. You know, the only time you did was Christmas Day. <laughs> yes, because y'all opened up y'all Christmas gift because y'all won. And I'm saying to myself, bro. Okay, I get it. That's the only time though you've ever seen me slander them, right? That is true. That's you know? true. No, it's on wax. You're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah, so, and the and the reason I don't is because well, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. A huge Steph Curry fan, and. I'm looking at it like this. I don't believe in kicking a team while they're down. The Golden State Warriors, if they had Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, they would not be as bad as they are right now. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in kicking Draymond Green. You know, everybody wants to take shots at Draymond Green. I'm saying to myself, if if Russell Westbrook and James Harden went down and somebody started taking shots, let's just say Eric Gordon or Austin Rivers, Houston Rockets fans would be up in arms and be so mad. Bro, they would be so mad. And, Oh, and uh, did you see the uh, comments made by Timon Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets? The, um, the, the respect he paid to the Golden State Warriors? Uh-uh. Came out and he said, you know, this year we can win it all. We're, it isn't like we were going up against the Golden State Warriors. Like, we were afraid of them because of all the firepower that they had. He's like, you know, that's a compliment to them. He's right. like, this year ain't no Golden State Warriors in the West. We can right. are we could just win it and I know it sounds like we're rambling jumping all over the place, but we didn't get a chance to put out the podcast last week because of me. But you know, I made the <laughs> statement to uh, a Kelly Eco to be a writer for the uh, athletic for the Rockets. I said I see only two teams that could that could even match up with the Rockets small ball, and that's uh the Clippers and the Boston Celtics. So as I digress though, he he gave y'all a shout out. I think the Warriors are going to be good. And I think that tomorrow, I hope that they never switch John Morant on Russell Westbrook. Because it's going to be short.
0: I think Russell Westbrook, yeah. I think he's going to embarrass him. But uh, that being said, man, we got a quick little quick segment, man. Sports business, big dummy of the day. Man, who you got real quick, BB? Are
1: you want me to go first? You got Uh, it, bro. Oh! I would like to give my... Sports Dummy of the Day to Rumble, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What in the hell are you doing by canceling High Noon with Bomani I Jones heard about Bumati. that, bro. Why, bro? I am a huge Bomani Jones fan, and that show, in the time slot that it was, they got 330,000
0: views. Bro, I DVR that, that show every day. Like, I
1: watch that show, like, that's the first thing I do when I get home from work, bro. Like, that is the first show I watch, bro. I'm I listen on. to the podcast. So, you know, I listen, because I'm, like I said, I, I'm a huge Ramani Jones fan. Yeah. But, so saying, I like Pablo Jordan you know, too. Yeah, they're pulling like 330000 in and that time like, you know, with just them two, just them two. You know it, 3.30 Eastern? Yes. Okay. Do, do you know what, what the show, Get Up uh, in the Morning, led by uh, Mike Greenberg and they have, always have a, a, a gang of, Top-notch, big-name former athletes on there. They only getting three hundred and eighty thousand. They're in the morning slot, and they so, were almost about to pull the plug on that show too. So this is what I'm saying, bro. It's like I think that if they'd given it a chance, they, I'm sorry, if they gave it a chance, maybe put it in another time slot, it would have done the ratings that they wanted it to do. But in, oh, man, do you know Popo found out that the show was canceled the day that his daughter was being born? Oh. Uh. He, on yesterday he came into the studio that he had to get ready to rush out for late uh cause his wife went to the label, but before he went out, they told him, Hey, by the end of March, your show's gonna be canceled. All right, man. Hey, uh, good luck, hey. Congratulations. And so I'm saying to myself, he, you may be a little bit too young to remember this. And this is why I'm so pissed off at ESPN right now. Do you remember what First take started out as the name of the show? Um with Dana Jacobson on there. And it had Skip Bayless on there. Skip Bayless, Dana Jacobson, and, and Stephen A. wasn't on there yet. There was somebody else that was on there. It's called Cold Pizza, bro. It was, the, yeah, the, it, was right. yep. it was a white guy. It was a white guy, like Dana Jacobson and uh, Skip Bayless.
0: Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you're right. Yep. They yeah, Stephen A. wasn't even on there. Yeah, you're nope. right.
1: Nope. They rebranded, reformatted, put Stephen A. on there with Skip, and then the show took off. So yeah. what I'm saying is, you already got Pablo, you already got Bomani. Move it to another time slot, and then let it go. I mean, if you're gonna let Will Kane stay on, like gotta go, bro. You gotta Will Kane on the radio. You gotta put Will Kane on the radio. You could damn sure put uh. some but you know what though, I'm hoping that now that Bomani has time, he brings back the right time with right. Bomani and Jones. That every because I used to listen to that podcast religiously every day, bro. Yeah,
0: because he only puts day, it out like yeah.
1: what once or twice a week now, Tuesdays and now, Thursdays. Yep, now he only puts it out once
0: yeah, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursdays. Yeah, I yeah, I I saw it yesterday I believe on Jamel Hill's Twitter and I was like, Wait, is this a joke? and, and I was looking and like based off of like, you know, how she was expressing her displeasure with it, I was like, Oh wow. Like this is for real, for real, for real. So, yeah, I like that is legit. Like one of my favorite shows, and like I come home every day from work, and that is probably the first thing that I watch. So it makes me wonder, like, if they're pulling three hundred some viewers, what the hell is highly questionable pulling?
1: I am no, and I don't. It's not nothing enough.
0: against nothing against. Like I watch highly questionable. I don't like around the board, and I but I do watch PTI. So I'm just like, well, that whole little two hour time block. I mean. I mean, how bad could it have been for them to want to pull the plug? And what? And I believe that they're changing it, and they're going to
1: put Jalen and Jacoby
0: in that time slot now.
1: Which, by the way, don't get me wrong—I love the hip-hop references. I like Jacoby, but that show is boring me. Yeah. It's like, I, and, and listen—I I live in Houston, Texas, bro. I live in the home of DJ Screw. I am on a DJ Screw tape. I have met, I have talked to DJ Screw. God rest his soul. I talked to him on numerous occasions, bro. Yeah. I love. Screw music but i hate listening to Jalen rose because he sounds like he's in screw like stop talking in screw bro speed it up somebody yeah. needs to like turn him up a little could be like oh my god you're so boring and i like him but why right slow so yeah so that's i do a big dummy espn
0: wow yeah i forgot all about that i actually was going to talk to you about that offline but yeah so my sports business big dummy today but it got to go to it got to go to deontay wilder it, it just <laughs> has to it just has to bro so you come out with your post, post, post fight in, in, interview you say that your mind wasn't in the fight your legs wasn't really right your legs kind of went out and then it comes to find out yesterday that you have a presser like an informal presser I, I don't know if you're in the hospital bed or wherever the hell you are you legit say that you're you're ring, he didn't even say costume, he said uniform, okay, like when I think of uniforms I think of ACUs, BDUs uh, multicams uh, your Toronto Raptors home jersey your Milwaukee Bucks away jersey, like I think of uniforms, he had um. I mean I ain't gonna lie, like the, the, the costume was actually pretty dope, but he said his uniform was 40 pounds and he had it on 10 to 15 minutes prior before he, he even walked out, and then he goes and he said that when he started walking up the stairs it felt like a workout BB, how many yeah. times you, how many times you deployed overseas, man?
1: I, I went once.
0: All right, so I'm pretty sure you had to go full battle rattle, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was
1: in Afghanistan.
0: Okay, so shout out to In uh, B- 2011. Shout out to BB out there doing uh, Operation During Freedom. Uh, <laughs> so full battle rattle, BB. Knee, knee pads, elbow pads, Kevlar, ILTV, and your weapon. Full
1: Hold on. Weapon. The most. Don't forget the most important thing. That E tool. That E tool. <laughs> That e tool, <laughs>
0: your uh, your uh, what do they call it? Uh, what do they call it? The little thingy that had the tourniquet, your little med, your medical stuff in there, man. The, little, the med, the pouch. Yeah. So you got your, you got know. your pouch. Then you got all the stuff that you want to look like you something off a of Call of Duty. So you got all this extra buffoonery that you don't even need. All these attachments hanging off the vest and whatnot. Then you got 210, 10 rounds of ammo. That's so, BB. I would say about what we were probably walking around, and depending on what kind of mission or what kind of uh 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 uh, uh mission you're on, you may have to have a carry backpack that has the dog on uh walkie talkie joining there. So, BB, how much how many how, We're talking about what 80 to 90 pounds, possibly the gear that you're wearing. Yeah, and then yep. not to mention you're outside in the I don't know what part of Afghanistan you're in, but if you're in the desert part and it's anywhere between 110 120. You add the you add that heat index, you're probably thinking about it. it feels with the gear on, probably about 130, 140, right? Yeah. So Deontay Wilder, you cannot use the excuse of you wore a costume that weighed 40 pounds for 25 minutes tops to say that, that shrunk that took, that zapped you out. Cause BB, I know damn well you was out there in full battle of right? moving, running. Uh, uh, low crawling, moving to your left, moving to your right, jumping up and down, climbing up some stairs. And it wasn't low. Oh, hold on, wait a minute, man. Uh, halfway through this, uh, uh, mission, it's, it, I'm just tired, right, bro. Like, this gear is just killing me, man. Like, it's killing me. Deontay Wada, did you not try this? Did you not try your uniform that you quote unquote use? Uh, did you not try that on the night before to say, Hey, bro, this is just too damn heavy. I look stupid. I'll feel stupid and just, it's just not going to work. Just give me a, a bathrobe from the MGM out of my suite, and we just gonna walk down there with that on. Like, did you not think about this before you put that on the night before? Did you not realize it was heavy, and then you come down the ring and say that that was the reason why you lost? Deontay Wilder, bro, you gotta get the big dummy today, the because there are so many people, firemen, they walk around with gear that's heavier than that. Police officers, they probably walk around with a vest on all on day long. Like, come on, Deontay. You mean to tell me you 230? walking around with an additional 40 pounds tyson Fury was laying on you the whole time that was an additional 40 pounds i mean come on now man you got to get the big dummy today because you should have just said you know what he was the better man i didn't the
1: prepare the way i should have prepared sports man. sports the other day because i don't even though we we started you know i, I started big dummy day a day long time ago and now they're doing it on uh, they do it on uh, Speak for Yourself with Uncle Jimmy. So I don't want them to think oh. that, hey, we, no, we we do the sports dummy the other day. We've we been doing that. I so yep. don't know about you. Ain't nobody say we're trying to bite out for them. Good thing they biting off uh, of mm-hmm. this podcast. But he, I will say that all I wanted to hear. When, when he went down the last time, when they was throwing in the towel, all I was waiting to hear was the spirit of the Black Panther has left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That, you should name me. You, this should be the title of this podcast: "The Spirit of the Black Panther."
0: <laughs> you gotta be, bro. So, I, yeah. So, I, I, I just can't. I, I, I just you can't use that as an excuse, bro. So, anywho, that's my soapbox for the day, man. BB, tell me where you can find you at, bro.
1: Uh, you can find me at uh, Big Star Sports with a Z on Twitter and on Instagram uh, you can find me at BigStarSports.com uh, my latest article that is about to be finished up is called Small Giants and it focuses on how good the Rockets are playing they're currently just 1.4 points behind the Milwaukee Bucks as far as points per game Milwaukee is 120 they are 118.6 yeah 118.6 they're on a, currently on a four-game winning streak, so that, that the small ball or micro ball, as some want to call it, is really working. So look out for that. Big Star Sports with a Z.com. Hey, let's talk a little XFL next week, man,
0: because you've been covering the Houston Roughnecks.
1: Yeah, they. I got Rough Riders are like Roughnecks. Roughnecks. So I'll be in Roughnecks. Dallas this weekend. They, they take on... The undefeated Houston Roughnecks take on the Dallas Renegades on Sunday at 4 o'clock. I will be at that game.
0: So let's pencil that in, man. Let's put that on tap for next week, man, to talk about a little uh, XFL football, man. So uh, With that being said, my name is Eric Compton. You can find me on the sports uh, business. Uh, that's S-P-R-T-Z-B-I-Z uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find this podcast available on all platforms. You can find me at Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find me on the Twitterverse at Eric 2 Compton. Once again, this, this sports business podcast is available on all platforms, so check it out. You dig? Other than that, man, we out. I'm out. Peace.